0: Hello, welcome to another episode of Middle Aged Madness with me Susie. Thanks for coming back. Nice to see you. I hope you've had a good week or two. I have had a pretty good week because I've been on holiday. Hooray! So I'm a teacher so it's been half term holiday which has been really nice and the bonus is my son is still at nursery. (laughs) So I've got this holiday and then I've got the summer holiday left and then he'll be at school but I'm enjoying it while I can so it was obviously bank holiday Monday on Monday so he wasn't at nursery Monday but I've had Tuesday Wednesday today Thursday and that's been really really nice and I shall miss it (laughs) tomorrow tomorrow when he's around all day never mind it's nice to spend time with him really so Yes, I've been really enjoying the half-term holiday, the bank holiday weekend was blooming gorgeous weather-wise, oh my goodness, beautiful warm sun, you could be outside, you could eat dinner outside, oh it was just absolute bliss and then of course the last couple of days have just been absolutely rubbish and actually raining and cold, putting a jumper on and going outside and being like, I'm still cold. It's like, it's June, anyway. So the big news for my week is that on Tuesday, I had a proper day slash evening out, which was amazing. I went to London, so I got a nice train journey into London I got to go on the tube again, which I haven't done. Gosh, I think since November last year when I took my son to the transport museum in Covent Garden. So I got the tube and met a friend and we went to see Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, which we have been planning to do or trying to plan to do for about six or seven years. So it was really nice to actually get the chance to go and see it with her. Really fantastic production. The staging was just awesome absolutely awesome i don't want to give any spoilers in case you haven't seen it if you have you will know what i'm talking about just wonderful wonderful staging hats off to all of the casts oh my goodness who were able to remember because it's two parts it's not just one play that they then regurgitate every day they are doing two performances most days and but it's different. The the matinee, so there's a two o'clock and then a seven o'clock. So they're they're, they're different. So they have to remember not just one play, but they have to remember a second play at the same time. And the way they were moving around and moving, because they did a lot, all the the props and the, the stage moving and all of that kind of stuff. So to have to be able to remember all of that and know exactly which suitcase you're putting in which place and which scene it is, so you know that you're going to this slightly different mark than you did last time with a different suitcase. I mean, just fantastic for for five or six hours. Amazing. Really, really enjoyed it. Uh, Yeah, absolutely stunning, stunning production. Really, really fantastic. So that was my massive highlight of the week. And yeah, I left my son nursery and then I got the train and that was really nice and had a cocktail with my friend at dinner time also really nice just really lovely and then went back and my husband and my son had been at my parents house so this was close to midnight we bundled our son in the car and drove home because we like being at home but oh my goodness (laughs) so this is it's probably, that's probably the biggest day slash evening out I've had in a long time and gosh I did feel middle-aged the next day, I mean (laughs) I was so tired, I was so tired, I was just really really glad that I wasn't working the next day because I was really tired but somehow, strangely, so you know when you're in your 20s, think back think back to those glorious glorious days in your 20s and you're just able to do everything with ease relatively so you can go out and enjoy a night out and then you just you get home and you kip for a couple of hours and you feel fine you know, maybe a little bit tired, but you're absolutely fine, you know, you'll ca- catch up again the next night and you you can just go about your day just like normally and it's all fine and everything's lovely. Well, <laughs> now I'm, yeah, I'm inching ever closer into my 40s. That's my birthday in a couple of months time. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the next, the next year on in my 40s, no longer just 40. Um, and Yes, yeah, so I didn't get loads of st- I must have had six hours. And by come kind of lunchtime on Wednesday, I was that was it. I was gone. I was just on the sofa like, shall I fall asleep? And, you know, also when you're younger, you can catnap and you're fine, aren't you? And I just find that I just find it really strange now that if I do have a nap in the middle of the day, when I wake up, I feel like rubbish and I'm all disjointed and I feel terrible. And I know people say, oh, there's like an optimal, optimum time to amount of time to sleep for a cat nap. So I don't know, it's like 30 minutes or 40 minutes or something. And that's like the kind of the, the, the ideal amount of, nap that you get to mean that you can function again maybe like 40 minutes like a sleep cycle I don't know let me let me know on my social media let me know if you if you know that but um, yes so I and I find that really hard because presumably you have to time it from when you fall asleep and how can you set you set an alarm and then you lie there to nap and you don't fall asleep for, I don't know, 10 minutes, and then the alarm goes off, but you haven't had the full time, so I find that really hard to manage, so I try not to nap, because it just makes me feel awful, just makes me feel absolutely rubbish, and I remember times before I had children, in my early to mid-30s, when I'd wake up at, say, three or four in the morning, and I would go into the the kitchen maybe make some hot milk I'd go and sit in the living room perhaps read a book or look at my phone or whatever and I wouldn't really sleep again and then I might fall asleep at six maybe get another kind of half hour or so but I was absolutely fine the next day and I, I can I can still remember that I can still remember being young enough that actually having not such a good night's sleep was absolutely fine. But yes, Wednesday, I was the day after my evening out, I was just absolutely zonked out in the afternoon and it was a real struggle to get up and do anything. So today I've tried to be really busy because I felt much better today. I had a nice night's sleep. So I've tried to stay busy. I moved the I moved the dining room bit of the kitchen around. I've moved some bits around. So it just that feels really nice. And I've started trying to do some more decluttering in the summer we've got a big project we are going to switch my son who's currently in the box room at the front over the stairs we're going to switch him into the front bedroom and the front bedroom is going to be in the box room which makes me slightly apprehensive you know when (laughs) when you're little and your parents just say you have so much stuff And you just think, well, yes, I do. But they're my toys and that's all fine. And you grow up. And now I don't think my son has that much stuff. I'm looking at my stuff and I'm thinking, Susie, you still have too much stuff. I just have stuff. And I try to declutter constantly. And it just doesn't something doesn't work for me. Maybe you're somebody who's got a really good policy, like a strict one-in, one-out kind of policy. But I don't have any kind of policy like that. So I just find that I've I've just got loads of stuff and I get more and more little little things that come in. But then I do, I have big clear-outs. I, I just get a bit confused as to how I constantly have so much stuff in my life but anyway so we've got this front bedroom and it happens to be it's my craft room it's also my study it's my husband's study and we do have a single bed in there at the moment which one or the other of us may use if we feel we need a bit of space in the bed sometimes like you know you're having a one of you watching television downstairs a bit later than the other person, so one person could go to sleep and then you can just come up and go to sleep. Or I apparently snore really badly, so so sometimes my husband goes into the into the other room to sleep, just to escape me. Um, but yes, so and the thought of trying to fit stuff from that front bedroom into the box room is putting the fear of God into me. Because obviously the two rooms, one room is about half the size of the other room. Now, my son's stuff, that's not going to be a problem because he has so much stuff, toys downstairs in the front room. It's almost like his playroom, but we don't have a separate playroom. It's our front room. So all of his toys are going to come up into his room. So that will be lovely. We'll have a nice, clear, empty front room, which will be really good. And we can put our speakers back onto speaker stands because we've had the speakers on like cardboard, heavy cardboard boxes, boxes with stuff in. We've had the speakers on these cardboard boxes since we moved in because my husband, quite rightly, was a bit worried about having heavy speakers on stands that our small child could pull over onto himself. So that's fine. So it, it just ruins the look of look the room. We've got these big cardboard boxes in there. And all the toys and just stuff. So it's going to be really lovely to clear that out, get speaker stands down from the loft, make it look a bit more like a grown-up, really nice kind of grown-up room, which will be really good. But like I say, all of the stuff in the front bedroom is going to have to go into the box room. Not all of it. I have, I'm going to have to decide which things... I'm going to keep down here and which things I'm going to put up in the loft and that's not going to be easy because how do I know which crafts I'm going to want to do? So it's going to mean constantly up and down to the loft and I can just see that so it's going to be interesting and we're going to have to so my son's going to have the single bed so we're going to have to find some kind of sofa bed something like that that is big enough that potentially two people could sleep in there should anybody ever wish to come and visit which they don't generally but if they did but is also small enough to fit into the room because it is not a big room before i thought about moving our son into the front bedroom changing his bedroom I was going to buy like one of these mid-sleeper kind of like cabin bed type things and I was looking at them and they're all they're all like 10 centimeters too long and I'm like I can't that that won't fit in the room that won't fit in the room not with the radiator and I'm just like oh my gosh that's why I kind of made the decision to move him into the front bedroom. I'm sure some of you have done this already and moved things around so any tips would be very Gratefully received because I'm having a little bit of a headache about what we're going to do with that box room. Because my husband needs a desk because he does do his work from home, so he's going to need a desk, not all of it, he does some of it from home, so he's often sitting at the desk, which means desk chair. So I'm a little bit, I don't know. I, I, I'm not quite sure what to do. So <laughs> that will be interesting. That will be a fun summer holiday project. But as I said before, it's my son's last summer at nursery. So he will still be at nursery four days a week for five weeks of the summer holiday. So that is my chance to get everything done. And I don't have any problems trying to do that, but yes, it's the thought of the things, my study area and my craft area, trying to get those into the box room and then find something that could be slept on. It's going to be an interesting one. I may end up having to get a single single sofa bed, what do you think? Let me know, send me your thoughts, single sofa bed like a flip down that could be a chair but then also rather than a double or it was a small double worth it can you get really small doubles would that be too uncomfortable for two people i don't know i don't know you see it's absolute minefield and then of course we've got the actual decorating now my mum currently is doing some redecorating at their house because they have a a guest coming over and my mum wants it to all just be just nice and and right for her. So it's coming over from from the States. So mum wants everything just to look just right. And she's been meaning to redecorate some bits of the house for a while. So this just gives her a good, good excuse, you know, and a deadline to kind of do it by. So, yes, and I am also thinking, well, we have been we've been in this house now for four years and part of me is like well I'm gonna have to do some redecorating then when I switch these rooms over which is kind of exciting except I'm not I'm not quite sure about the colours so the front bedroom is currently this kind of nice green pink kind of mix but I don't think my son is gonna want that. So he'll have to have the blind because I made that blind. I made a Roman blind, can you believe it? Like four, four or five, three or four years ago, I made this Roman blind for the front bedroom. And that's going to be, that's gonna stay. <laughs> I just can't move that. It's kind of dark green. So he'll just have to live with that. But I was thinking I might just do the walls white, nice plain white walls nice and simple. And then my son can have whatever he wants some decals or something on the wall, or I can paint him some bits on the wall. So I figured that would be fine. But the little bedroom now. Well, so my mum in their house, she has wallpapered a feature wall, which has intrigued me because I have, I do know of feature walls and things like that. So I'm just wondering whether I could potentially wallpaper one wall and then I, no, I'll, have, I'll have to paint the others because in my son's room he's got at the moment in the box room he's got lime green and in one corner he's got a big tree painted on the walls two walls it's in a corner and it goes round the corner into the window and it goes up onto the ceiling so he's got a tree and he's also got some jungle book characters that I painted onto the wall. They're not actually decals I was thinking, oh, I could just walk over one wall and leave the other walls. No, I couldn't because otherwise you'd have half a tree sticking out and then you'd have you'd have a King Louis and a bagheera hanging around <laughs> hanging around on the other walls. I'm not sure my husband's going to want to do, do his work in there with King Louis staring at him. <laughs> so yes, so I think I'm going to have to um, repaint and i could I could do the walls white, but that just seems kind of boring. So ideas for color schemes, please do let me know your ideas for color schemes. Something interesting, maybe purple and green. I've always wanted a purple and green room. purple and green. again, my husband might not like that. maybe dark blue, no, not on the walls that would could you imagine? <laughs> got a really small box room and then you paint the walls dark blue can you imagine how small and claustropho- claustrophobic that would feel no i'll have to have a little a little think about that but yes any suggestions gratefully received so that's the big project for the summer so i've just got to get through the next 7 weeks of work <sighs> got to get through that It won't be so bad. There'll be plenty of sports days and things and transition days and all of that. So it's not the worst term in the world, but it just seems like I feel like I'm ready for a holiday now, but the fact that I've got seven weeks of work to go is a little like, no, it just seems so far out of my reach. But there we go. It will be the summer holidays before I know it. My son is just absolutely growing up. I bought all of his school uniform. Very boring, but I bought all of his school uniform. Apart from two things. I bought it all. I bought it all from Georgia Asda. Other supermarkets are available. But I just went and just I looked at the colours on the uniform list at the school and just went ahead and just bought my cheap cheap cheap. Blah 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 blah. And I bought his entire the entire thing. Minus two jumpers. I'm going to get him a jumper and a fleece with the school logo on. So that's another 25 quid. But everything else, including PE kits, I got from said supermarket and £44. I'm like, that's a bargain. Because who knows how quickly he's going to grow and when I'm going to have to buy another lot. Sorry if you can hear the dog barking. I feel almost like a neighbour has only recently got a dog because I've never you never normally hear a dog barking around here it's normally absolutely still deathly quiet but yes I've heard this dog recently start barking so I hope that's not a regular thing anyway I digress that'll be the subject of another podcast in a few weeks time maybe um (laughs) but yes so I managed to buy all of that. So I was quite pleased with that. And I thought I'll get in before things start selling out. You know, I just did it all in like an online order. Just click, 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 buy. So that will all be done. So I'm going to buy a little wardrobe as well for him. So I'm going to hang hang his uniform up in his wardrobe. So that'd be pretty cool. Anyway, um, do send me uh, any suggestions for color schemes that would be absolutely amazing so social media you can find the middle-aged madness facebook group uh, over on facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash middle-aged madness or one word or you can come over and find me on instagram which is at madness.podcast so do come over and say hello thank you so much for listening And I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week and I will speak to you again soon. Bye.